What's good, podcast world? Welcome back to Balls Deep. This is episode 13, lucky number 13. I'm your co-host, Zach Wonderwick, as always joined by co-host Chance Rich and David Burgess. Chance, how are you, brother? Doing well, man. What a weekend. Just got back from a wedding. Uh, just trying to enjoy the beautiful rainy weather, man. Absolutely, man. Shout out to Jordan Poole. Congrats on getting married, brother. David, how are you, man? Man, I'd be doing a lot better if it would stop fucking raining. I messed up my golf plans today, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I, yes, I fucking got on my weather app on, like, Monday, and it was, like, seven straight days of rain. Yeah, I'm tired. And I was that. like, what the hell? I was like, well, uh, who's building us an ark? Because we're going to need one before too long. Yeah, so that April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> it's fucking June, and it's still raining every goddamn day. I mean, it's still May, so, I mean. It's damn near June. <laughs> All right, let's hop into this first topic real quick. Uh, not even really a topic, just a little quick hitter. Um, I love golf. Uh, I know, Chance, you don't you don't really golf that much, David. You either. You said you were going to golf today. But um, PG, PGA Championship just ended. Phil Mickelson rises from the dead, wins another major. Oldest to ever do it at 50 years old. Uh, is I mean, he was just waiting for Tiger to be out for a little bit. So. <laughs> So, oh, I legitimately I, thought I legitimately thought that Phil Mickelson was like sixty. So <laughs> I thought it was that guy too. Yeah, he's fifty years old, but I mean it's badass that you know oldest to ever do it. That's an accomplishment in itself, and he's Phil's been doing it for a long time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A testament to, to his work ethic, which I don't know how good his work ethic is. I know on a documentary of Tiger Woods, it said that Tiger fucking hates Phil because he don't work hard. <laughs> and Tiger's like a, you know, Tiger, Tiger's Grind going like a, time, like yeah. a Kobe that, you know, always putting in the work. And he said, Phil don't work very hard. So he didn't really like him, but I mean, Phil's still out here doing his shit. So yeah, some people are just talented, bro. Yeah. like sucks, sucks to not be talented. Yeah, I guess. And, and Phil, you know, Phil's had a little rough stretch here lately and they asked him about it. They're like, they're like, you know, what's, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And, and Phil said, he was like, man, uh, it's not it's not my my golf ability. He said it's my mental ability. He said I just can't stay focused. I'm like, oh shit, they got Adderall, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can they you can do something for that if you can't stay focused out there for for 72 holes. <laughs> Go out there and pop an Addy, dude, and you'll eagle every every hole. Yeah, <laughs> be, be walked in. His caddy's gonna be like, you're one you're 121 out, and Phil's gonna look down there. He's gonna be like, no. That looks about 121.3. <laughs> Laser beam, dude. Just zoomed in. But, uh, yeah, quick topic. Shout out Phil Mickelson. Badass that, you know, he's still doing it at 50 years old. Oldest oldest to win a major. Um, let's hop in to the MLB here. It's becoming an every week topic for us. There's two more fucking no-hitters this week. Two more no-hitters, man. Shout out Corey Kluber for the Yankees. No-hitting the Rangers. And then uh, – uh, Turnbull for the Tigers, Fulmer's teammate, actually throwing a throwing a no hitter. It's wild to me that there's been six no hitters, but three teams have been no hit twice. The Rangers have been no hit twice. The Mariners have been no hit twice, and the Indians have been no hit twice. That's fucking crazy. Maybe their batters are just us. Yeah, they might need to get some better bats on their team. <laughs> hey, every starting pitcher out there is looking at the calendar, counting out the days like. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, shit, I get the Rangers next week. This is my yeah. moment, bro. I'm ready. <laughs> it's no-no time. Yeah. <laughs> man, I, I'll tell you one thing, man. It's, a, it's kind of – it's really nice to see that these uh, these pitchers that are that are getting the no-hitters, 
are are not the guys that are really really talked about. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's really like Turnbull. Turnbull himself, great pitcher, but you're not going to see him in the headlines. He's just he he went out there and he shoved it up their fucking ass. Yep. And now now everybody's talking about Turnbull. So yep. you know, and, it, it's and really Kluber, good. Kluber when he was with the Indians, Kluber was a Cy Young winner. Like that dude was doing his damn thing. But yeah. since then. I mean, Kluber hasn't been the Kluber that we all know him as. Yep. And and I, I work with a guy that's a huge Rangers fan. I was giving him shit. I was like, we appreciate Kluber because we got him from the Rangers. Then he no-hit the Rangers. But I think Kluber threw one out for him last year. He threw one out, got hurt, set out the rest of the season. Then then they traded him. So he was like, can you even call him a Ranger? He threw one, he threw one out for us. I said, did he step on the mound in a Ranger's uniform? Yeah. He said, yeah. And I go, then he was a Ranger. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a – uh, yeah, he, he 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 suited up. He put that fucking blue shit on. He was a ranger for a little while. But but he's also now like this season, dude. He's he's back on the Cy Young watch right now. Dude. Yeah, yeah. He's, so, I mean, he's, turning, he's killing it. Turning back the clock a little bit. One last quick little note on the Rangers. There, the Rangers' new stadium. I seen this. I seen this this week. The Rangers' new stadium has had a division champion because you remember baseball kind of did a bubble last year. Yep. They, they have had a division champion there crowned on that field. They've had a league champion crowned on that field. They've had a World Series champion crowned on that field. And that field has seen two no-hitters now, and not one of them has been the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> no, on no. the damn field. That's a hell of a stat line right there, buddy. Uh, I think these no-hitters are super dope for baseball. I think it makes it more interesting for cats like me who before didn't really give a fuck, to be honest. Because, like, everybody knows home runs, and that's cool. But we've had a conversation, the three of us before, on what y'all thought was harder, like hitting or pitching. And y'all were, like, hitting fucking hands down, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, like, seeing the pitchers, you know, going out here and, like, making must-see TV out of this shit because it's happening, you know, really frequently. And it's hard to say, you know, the bats are loaded when you have a shit ton of home runs. Like, these guys are just throwing the fuck out of the ball. And that's really right. neat. And that's a that's a good topic, too, that, that a perspective to have from you because the – just the overall narrative is baseball is dying. Like baseball is a dying sport. So with you, you know, not really being invested into baseball and not really knowing a hell of a lot about it. Wait, that's to me, it's crazy that chance you might, you'll probably agree with me here that, that he's saying the no hitters make it fun because people who aren't baseball fans that watch baseball, it seems like they want fucking 15 to 15 scores with yeah. nine home runs. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Well, so, at the end of the day, like, I've said, you know, before, I have respect for the fucking work and ability and skill that goes into shit like that. So seeing guys at the top of the game, you know, masters of the craft, going out there and doing their thing, that's the type of shit I like. But I'm also a guy that will watch football and watch, like, the fucking offensive-defensive line battle the whole time. You know yeah. what I mean? Not just the sport. <laughs> but, I mean, I like the – I appreciate the skill. I have respect for it still just because I don't fuck with it super heavy. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the, it's hard not to because, I mean, baseball is one of the hardest sports you'll ever play. And then, and also, like, to be a baseball player, you got to be a really good fucking athlete. Like, you, you put a basketball player in a, in a batter's box, they're going to fucking strike out. They're not, they're not touching it. They're, they're, not, they're not even going to get close. You yeah. put a baseball player out, out on the basketball court, they're going to compete. They're going to be able to fucking do some, do some things. That's, that's what separates baseball, you know, from a, a lot of the other sports because it's just so hard and so complex when I mean, people don't really understand that. You, you sit out there and you think, hell, I can play right field until you get a fucking pop fly hit to you that's you know, <laughs> in the air. And then you're like, well, I don't know. I'm out there dancing with bears. You, you, you're probably not going to catch the damn thing. 
Yeah, I mean, and think of the think of the super elite cats that did dabble in both, like you know Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, and shit like that. You know, they were good enough athletes to show up, but they weren't you know elite baseball players. Like it's hard to transition, like you're saying, from Bo was be, being a well, he was good. Bo but was that guy is the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> Bo was shit. But it's, yeah. but it, it's hey, still Bo knows. to go out there and Bo fucking yeah. beat you know inner sports like that. Right, absolutely, and and like, but chance like you said. Wait, there's always going to be guys, David White, Deion Sanders, and Bo Jackson, like Aaron Judge, for instance. Aaron Judge, to me, isn't, isn't a good reference because Aaron Judge is obviously going to excel in basketball. He's 6'6", fucking 280, can dunk a basketball. He's going to score when he wants. He can catch a football. But I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking more of just, I say average. They're professional athletes. The, yeah. average, the average professional athlete, like let's take, I don't know, just an average second baseman. You know what I'm saying? He more than likely being the athlete that he is, he can go out and shoot a basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you take the average NBA player and you put him in a batter's box against it don't even gotta be fucking Chapman. Like Chapman's, you know, in a league of his own. I'm talking about just a normal starter that, you know, is throwing 94, 95 miles an hour and shit's moving. They're not touching it. Yeah. I'll I'll literally put money on I'll I'll my last dollar that I, I'll go out there and I pitch against, you know, any other athlete yeah. that, you know, just wants to step in the batter's box. And I, I put money on it that I would still strike them out. Right. They yeah. wouldn't touch. I mean, I mean I've, seen, I've seen non-athletic people get into the batter's box and, and, you know, try to swing a bat and it's ugly as hell. So, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's a good argument that's to say that, you know, baseball shouldn't be a dying sport because it's always going to be America's pastime. Right. Yeah. And, and I want to I want to throw something out there real quick on um, what you said that you know people are like oh I could go out there and play right field and and catch a fly ball and uh, I remember back in in summer ball remember I called you and I was like hey man uh, they're gonna they want me to start playing a little bit of outfield can I like borrow your glove yeah. <laughs> You know, I only, I remember that. I only yeah. played first and I and I only pitched, you know, in high school. Like, never played the outfield, so I didn't have an outfield glove. So I called Chance and I was like, yo, like, can I borrow your glove? Because, you know, Chance is our center fielder and we're both left-handed. He was like, yeah, dude. So he gives me his glove. In that first game, I played in right field. And no <laughs> shit, dude. Like, the second hitter into the game fucking laces one in the gap into right center. And I'm hauling ass, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even watching the ball. I'm just running, trying to get to a spot. And I look up. And that ball is fucking bouncing. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> and come to, find out, come to find out, you know, it's just your steps. You know, your, you body, on your, toes, your, eyes, your eyes are changing level, <laughs> so it makes it look like the ball is bouncing. I ain't never seen no shit like that before. Dude, this ball's in the gap, and I thought I had a beat on it, and I fucking lay out, like, full layout, ESPN top ten. Like, I'm snagging this thing, and, dude, it fell like fucking ten feet in front of me. I wasn't even close. I just laid oh, out. Oh man! Oh, I didn't even know there was different gloves besides catcher. Yeah. I thought that was the only motherfucker who had a different glove. No, there's first base has their their own glove. Uh, infielders have like eleven inch, ten inch gloves, and then outfielders have fourteens. I mean, it makes sense. I just never even thought about yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's because <laughs> wait, my first baseman's glove I couldn't use in the outfield. <laughs> Too small. <laughs> no, they're big, but they got a big flap on it so that, you know, you can dig out balls in the dirt oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, okay. And then my pitching glove, you know, it's a small glove because I don't need a big glove to pitch, so I can't use that in the outfield. 
I didn't have a glove, and they're like, hey, you're going to play right field today. Like, we want to, you know, we want to try out some other positions. And uh, because we had, like, four first basemen on the team, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll play somewhere else. Yeah, like, why might not? Have, might because have. our other first basemen were, like, like six four, six five, like like 240 pounds. Like, you can't play that field. <laughs> you know, and I was in better shape in high school than I was now, obviously. <laughs> but – I went out there and that ball started bouncing, dude. And I was like, "What in the hell is this?" Like, yeah, had a whole new had a whole new meaning and of respect for what Chance did in high school <laughs> of running balls down the gap when I was pitching and he'd make it look easy. I'm like, "Yeah, fucking Chance will catch that." And then I see one and I'm like, "Damn, this shit's hard." <laughs> I thought that was really awesome that uh, you know, Red didn't have to worry about shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I knew I knew if it was left center, right center, or the center, I was good. I gave, if I had two outs, I was walking off the field. I was like, yeah, Bo's got that shit. Yeah. I, I, watched, I watched him walk off the field one time. Somebody hit a pop fly to me because I, I made sure to look at him. <laughs> His ass is already halfway to the dugout, dude. Yeah, I, don't even, I don't even need to watch it. I'm out of there, bro. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, it, one, one more trip down memory lane real quick, and then we'll hop into another topic. You remember when we were playing at Stroud and that ball was smoked into the gap? And Chance is fucking full speed in the gap. And I'm at first. And I'm like, oh, Chance has that. You know, he's got a beat on it. He's watching. He's following it the whole time. He's tracking it into the gap. But he never looked at the fucking fence. Oh, shit. And I don't know who was playing left, but completely fucked him. Didn't tell him he was out of room. Because normally, David, for your, for your knowledge, like, if Chance is running down a ball in the gap and I'm playing right field and he's playing center, if he's getting closer to the wall, I'm like 10 steps. Five steps, warning track, you know, I'm like, or I'm telling him, hey, you got room, you got room, you got room, because he's watching the ball. Yeah. Whoever's playing left, I don't know who it was. I think it was a summer league game. But didn't, didn't tell him, hey, no, you're, you got room or nothing. Didn't say a word to him, and Chance damn near runs through this fucking Just middle full fence. fucking speed. Full speed, <laughs> damn near runs through it. Dude, I fucking – hey, did you make the I catch say, or not? did you catch it? I, don't, I, I, did not catch, I did not catch that ball, and yeah, I do not I, remember, like – the next two minutes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he did, but I couldn't remember. But this dude's rounding first. Chance smokes the fucking wall. It's a summer league game. I was like, man, fuck this. I threw my glove down and fucking sprinted out to him in center field. I think I was the first one to him. I was like, bro, are you good? <laughs> he was yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy was damn near knocked knocked out completely unconscious, man. Yeah, it's at least a concussion yeah. right there. Metal fence at Stroud. And Chance damn near ran through it. <laughs> We had fun. We had so much fun. That, those were those were some good times. That was a, a nice trip down memory lane. I thought we were going to have a trip down memory lane today. I thought we were going to have old Coach Laguerre on as a guest. Shout out to Matt Laguerre. He said he's going to come on. He's watching golf today, and he's busy, so <clears throat> he couldn't join us. Can't but wait for it. We'll definitely have him on. That'll, that'll be a damn fun episode. But That's going to be uh, awesome. Our next topic here on, on the MLB – Chance, I'm going to get your thoughts on it first. I already know me and you, we're, we're going to have the same thoughts on this. And that's the, the stink that Yerman Mercedes is, is, I guess, getting, I guess how I'll put it. And um, for our listeners out there and for David, we'll, I'll backstory real quick. Mercedes plays for the White Sox. White Sox are playing really well right now. He's a 28-year-old rookie. Been in the minors forever. Finally got called up. Finally getting his shot. And the dude's killing the baseball right now. Absolutely fucking murdering it. Shitting on everybody. So this week, 
They got a game against the uh, Twins. Twins are ass right now. <laughs> White Sox are beating them 15 to 4, okay? Um, they white or the Twins decide they're not going to use another pitcher arm, so they're going to put in they're going to put in their third baseman. I don't even know his name, big fat dude. Um, he's, yeah. he's fun as hell to watch as well, but I don't know his name, but so they put him up there and he gets he gets two guys to pop out or something in the ninth and he's throwing 47 mile an hour fastballs, which so Obviously, he throws harder than 47, but he's just throwing the ball up there. 3-0 count. Mercedes at the plate. Apparently, Relus is telling him, take, take, take. Dude throws him a 47-hour fastball at the top of the zone on 3-0 count, and Mercedes hit it dead fucking center. <laughs> Wheelhouse. Yeah. Wheelhouse. crushed it. So you, you, my you, couldn't have, you couldn't have threw the guy a better ball, to be honest with you. Uh, just and, a BP fastball, letter high. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's my take on that, and, you know, it, I'm going to agree with a lot of the sports world because a lot of the sports world are, are saying say, it, it, it's, it's 3-0. You're playing at the top of your game. You're in the major league. You're playing major league fucking baseball. 3-0 count. Swing away. Yeah. Swing away if you got it. It's a – it's – it's there's one way. There's only like really one way to look at it for me, dude. I'm gonna get my stats if I need to. Yeah. And I'm, and, and nobody's gonna sit up there and throw a 47 mile an hour fastball and think they're gonna get get by me. <laughs> if, I, if I'm a, especially if I'm a 28 year old rookie, it's yeah. taking me this long to get into the league. You're 28 years old. You don't have a shit ton of time left. You know what I'm no. saying? Like most guys, you know, in the majors, they're. 33, 34 years old, and they hang the cleats up. Like, and that's saying if they start at 21, you know what I'm saying? They have a, a long career. Chances are, like, this guy ain't going to go to his 40. He ain't got 12 years left. You know what I'm saying? Bro, it, he's a 20-year-old rookie. He's trying to make a name for himself to stay in the bigs. It ain't my damn fault that, that he hit a goddamn home run. Yeah. If you don't want him, if you don't want him hitting a 47-mile-an-hour fastball to fucking 450 dead center, don't throw a position player. And that's yeah. my big takeaway is this cat the game. has grinded for his moment for a long fucking time. And you wanted him to get up there and not shine in it? What type of shit is that? Like, I don't understand yeah. how you could possibly be on the other side of this. You know, the amount of fucking work and effort this guy's put in and waiting on his fucking moment. And you're like, hey, when you get the spotlight, I want you to just fucking not do shit about it. Now you go yard, dog. Like, it's fucking hey. a no-brainer hey, to you, me. You're preaching now. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't know how you could argue against that. Like, bro, if they fucking put me up there and a dude's pitching 47, that's probably a speed I could actually hit. I'm going to swing for the fucking fences. Are you kidding? Bet money. Bet money. And, 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 I, and I know, it, it, you know, they, they talk about sportsmanship there, and, and you know, I, and I can't disagree with that. But at the same time, man, just play the fucking game. You know, the, the game is meant to be played, win or lose. We're out there. We're out there balling. Are we not? So – Go out, go out there and play the motherfucking game. Don't don't just put a position player out there to throw a 47-mile-an-hour fastball, 40, 50, 60. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Okay, what? Now, the only thing – Go out the there and play I'll the say, damn game. I the agree. only thing that I'll say is that I could semi-see a problem with is if LaRusso really did tell him to take and he just disregarded it. That's the only thing I see a problem with, it, that you just disregarded what your coach said. But even again now, in, in today's MLB, in today's – NBA, like any professional sport, bro, how much does a coach do? 
especially in baseball, Chance, you can vouch me on this. They're not bunning no more. They're no, not hitting man. running no more. No. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're not doing. They're not. What signs are you talking about? <laughs> Do you guys even have signs? Because you don't. You damn sure ain't got a bunt sign. You damn yep. sure ain't. And any any time somebody steals, if you got Trey Turner on first base, the Nationals aren't telling Trey Turner to steal. If Trey Turner can get a good jump, Trey Turner is stealing. He go. Yeah, that's what they they might have a don't steal sign for somebody like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because it's all on him. If it's a situation where they're like, hey, I know you can steal bases, but we really don't need you thrown out right here. Don't steal. I get that. But how many fucking what what's La Russa doing for the White Sox? Dude, I I'll put money on it. Tony La Russa, all he did was just sit out there and go, let's go. What he said, <laughs> what, what he look at him and say, "Let's go." What he said was, he came out of the dugout onto the field and said, "Take, take, take." No, the fuck you didn't. All right, no. shut up. So, so uh, we we talked about Trevor Bauer a couple of weeks ago. I was I was bringing him up next. I'm glad. <laughs> yes, and, and that's why I love you so much, dog, because you you understand where Trevor was coming from. Well, Trevor Bauer his- came out. I have his tweet pulled up. Okay, hey, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll let you take the reins because you got it right now. Go ahead. Yeah, I already had his tweet pulled up, so I was going to that. I fucking love Trevor Bauer. One, Trevor Bauer is one of the best pitchers in the league right now. Like, he is, he is shitting on the league. Went to that Dodgers, that Dodgers rotation, and made them even more dangerous. But Trevor Bauer comes out and he tweets, "Dear hitters, if you hit a three ho a three zero homer off me, I will not consider it a crime." Dear people who are still mad about a hitter hitting, kindly get out of the game. Can't believe we're still talking about 3-0 swings. If you don't like it, managers or pitchers, just be better. And, and I absolutely agree. I'm from that school of thought of, though, like people say don't run a score up. Bro, if I could score 100, you talk about fucking football or whatever sport, if I could put 150 on you, then get better. Like we came here to play just like you did. So I'm supposed to, like, uh, what's, what was that cat's name? Mercedes? Mercedes? Yeah. You, you really want him to walk up to the plate and pay him to not fucking play? Right. That is the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. I'm telling my guys, hey, if you've got a fucking shot on it, go a yard. Right. I mean, it's that and, simple to me. And But here's the thing. like, it, The whole stink about the whole thing is not that he hit a home run. It's the count that he was in, which is stupid to me. Wait, because if it was an 0-0 count and it was the first fastball he threw and Mercedes hit it out, nobody would have said a word about it. No, but because it was 3-0, it's now a big deal, which is stupid. Yeah, I think that's dumb. It's stupid. Like, these are – they're professional athletes. What do you want him – if it was if it was 0-2, like, does he not swing? Like, let's get this game over and take a strikeout? Like, no. He's not going to take a strikeout. He's a fucking professional hitter. That's my – like I said, you're going to pay him to not play? <laughs> this is, it's just fucking ridiculous to me. Hey, like I said, play the damn game, boy. Yeah, sure. It's fucking yeah. Major League Baseball. It's big leagues. You made it to the show. Play the show, man. Trevor Trevor Bauer speaks for all of us on all <laughs> topics, dude. Yes. Wait, it's not the first time he's came out and said something on a topic like he's. I love Trevor Bauer, and I love, dude. Another thing about Trevor Bauer, I love. I think it was spring training. He was playing the Padres, and spring training, or maybe is the first of the season or last year or something. I don't know, but he went up there. He was pitching against the Padres, and the dude closed one eye. Literally closed one eye, threw a fastball, and struck a dude out. And, you know, like, made a joke about it that, you know, he closed an eye and he struck a dude out for the Padres, okay? Well, fast forward to this year in season, Fernando Tatis takes Trevor Bauer deep. Mammo shot home run, right? 
as Tatis is rounding the around in first base, he puts a hand over his eye and turns around and looks at the pod or the Dodgers dugout with one hand over his eye, you know, signifying like, yeah, I did that shit one eye because Bauer did it against us. They asked Bauer about it after the game. Bauer was like, I love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, being Bauer, like most pitchers would have been like, most pitchers would have fucking dotted him next time. You know what I mean? Yes. Bauer's not going to hit Tatis for that. Bauer right. loves it. Because it's, it's He loves the competition of yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Gamer, it's gamers gaming, bro. Like, yes. Hey, I talked my shit to you whenever I did my thing. You did your thing. You talked that shit back. We feed off of it. It's a competition. It's no disrespect. Like, we're playing the game we love. We fucking love this shit. Yes, sir. You you bet your ass. And that's another hot take that we kind of kind of get on is another Trevor, Trevor Bauer statement was somebody asked him about, how do you feel about people bat flipping? He's like, he's, he's straight up said, he's like, I enjoy that. Yeah. You just hit a home run off of me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> celebrate, celebrate that shit. Bat flips are cool, man. I'm not worried about that. I'm not going to hit somebody next to me because they bat flipped off me. Right. That's my, that, that's my fault as a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, bat, bat flip that shit, man. Because, yeah. dude, because if Trevor thing. Bauer, if Trevor Bauer's in the eighth inning and it's a two-one game, and he's got bases loaded and two outs, and he strikes a dude out, Bauer's gonna go fucking nuts on the mound, and he understands if I'm in a big spot and I fucking showboat and I have and I do something to celebrate, why can't this hitter do it? It's a spirit Trevor, of Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Bauer will straight tuck his sword. Yes. Yeah. You don't care. Dog. Exactly. To and me, that's and I love it because pitchers get soft now, dude. Yeah. Somebody somebody bat flips on them, and the next time old boy comes up, they're wearing ninety six to the back. It's like, bro, what did you want him to do? Like he took I, you deep. I, that's his dude, job. I, I, and that's to I, me, it's like I, the spirit I, of competition. You know, like I think you should celebrate in big moments like that, and then don't act like a bitch when somebody celebrates back. Like that's that's good, healthy fucking competition. It's not poor sportsmanship. You know what I'm saying? It's you fucking celebrating something you did. I love it, man, personally. Exactly. Yes, sir. I'm right, I'm right there with you, too, man. And, and imagine if uh, the football celebrations were in baseball. Them boys would be getting smacked around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it's, it, but I, I, I agree to the, to, the, to the fullest right now because ce- celebrate all you can because you're, there's not a whole lot of celebrations you can get in baseball, dude. You know? Catch a ball. Cool, man. Walk off the field. Strike somebody how, out, do your thing. How perfect is this timing? As we're talking about this, I get an ESPN update. It says, it's Tatis bat flip season. Fernando Tatis crushes a pair of homers, including a grand slam, which prompts a bat flip and some fancy footwork around the bases. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it, dude. Like, I do too. It brings some spice to the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing, David, like you were saying, or Chance, like you were saying in football. I mean, if – and a turnover now – if there's a turnover, the whole goddamn defense runs to the other defense, <laughs> uh, the end zone. Yeah. Every one it takes of a them. picture. <laughs> all 11 of them all ass to the end zone. Because I love that. Think about it. How many picks is this guy – or, you know, say the guy gets an interception, right? How many of those is he going to get in his fucking career? It's cause for lot. celebration. And if you wanted me to not fucking celebrate, then don't throw the ball to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. Make a better pitch. <laughs> don't, get, don't get your ass taken deep. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like – Especially now, in baseball when it's me versus you. Now you I will, but I will, I will say this, though. As a pitcher, and Chance, you'll probably agree with me on this, if I do give up a bomb and dude fucking sits there in the box and admires it and bat flips and all that, am I going to be pissed? Yeah. But the next time up, I'm going to try to throw 1,000 miles an hour and I'm going to try to strike you out. You're mad at yourself because you yeah. let him hit you. You're yes. not like, fuck this guy. 
Yo, it's it's definitely fuck this guy, <laughs> but I'm gonna try to strike him out next time, and I'll show his ass. Right, up. right. You know what I'm saying? Realistically, man, uh, throwing a ball at a at a batter is actually like dangerous as shit, dude. And it I, is. I do not I do not abide by that. I think you you know play the game, be a man, take your fucking loss the way you got it. Don't fucking go out there and hit somebody with a baseball because that shit fucking hurts. And you know, uh, and we'll, we'll, we can go back to the the other day that dude got hit in the face by a ninety six mile an yeah. hour fastball. Kevin Pillar, dude, could kill you. Yeah, that one, he, that one wasn't is, in that one wasn't intentional, but it like, wasn't intentional. But it's but but at the same time, it's you, you know how dangerous it is yeah. to step into that box. So why the hell are you with like with a rocket for an arm gonna gonna intentionally hit somebody i i find that i, and, I find that really fucked up and see i'll kind of i'll kind of play the other side on my thinking from what you just said i think there is a time to hit somebody i really do yeah. if if somebody if if somebody hits hits you chance intentionally and i'm on the mound okay well i'm i'm having your back i'm retaliating for you but i'm gonna do it right i'm not gonna throw up and in I'm trying to hit your ass in the in the middle of your back, where yeah. it's you know it's gonna hurt, yes, but I'm not trying to. I mean, the, the, as hard as those guys throw, you can kill somebody. Yeah, that's different though. That's getting your yeah. pound of flesh, but to to throw it at somebody on purpose over them hitting your fucking pitch, right. that's completely different. You know what I, I mean? I think there is a time for retaliation to hit somebody if you do it right. But, I do agree. But here's my thing though, like I don't know if pitchers can do it right anymore. Because, I mean, let's go back to the days of Tom Glavin and people like that. All the pitchers back in the day, dude, they were throwing baseballs where they wanted to throw baseballs. They were dotting shit. These guys now, they're – I mean, baseball now is taught, hey, go up there and throw it as hard as you fucking can. Yeah. Throw it 98, 99, 100 miles an hour. And in that, they don't have any control, dude. Dude, that's the, awesome. The hit by pitches is at an all-time high right now. A people yeah. being hit by pitches. And it's yes. because guys are going up there and just trying to throw it as hard as they fucking can and don't have any control over it. So you think that's a just direct result of and it's, trying to beam that shit? It's dangerous. Like, Dude, that's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard you say. They, that's literally what's happening. Tom yeah. Glavin, well, fucking Greg Maddox, paint, are you talking about painting something? Bro, they I was up go, there doing that. I could go 85 foot away from, from Glavin or Maddox. And and hold my glove anywhere I wanted to at my bottom right knee, and they're gonna put it on my bottom right knee. Yeah. But these yeah, guys, you, you, you're not gonna get that anymore. No, because they're, just, they're taught. I mean, they're taught, and they have to to stay in the league. Like you're not staying in the league with a 90 mile an hour fastball anymore. 90 mile an hour is getting shit on. <laughs> like so. So here, so here, this brings up a really good question, though. So is that why it is the year of the pitcher? Because you know we got we got people out here just you know shoving, doing everything they can to throw really fucking hard, and these batters aren't really used to seeing you know high nineties all the time, pitch after pitch. Well, Maybe yeah. that's why. Based off what Zach said, it sounds like if you ain't throwing that fucking hard, they're culling you out of the league. So that's like you said, like the average, like the cats. Because uh, when Acker was on last week, he was talking about how Chapman for a long time was only cat really touching a hundred. But nowadays, when mo like the average ball you see is like 97, 98, somewhere yeah. around there, you know. Yeah, them boys bring it. There's like a shifting point as as a hitter for you to get used to some shit like that. Like everything is fucking heat, bro. I'm not used to that shit. It's all heat now, boy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's what that's why I asked that because I'm like, man, maybe this maybe this is why 
you know, that uh, that we're seeing so many no hitters. All these all these batters are just not used to seeing some heat like that. And so, so here's let me answer let me answer your question this way because I used to think because I mean it's on our topics list right here. Is it the year of the pitcher or where are the balls juice? Because remember two years ago there yeah. was every team was breaking home run records and people are like, are these balls? Juiced? Wait, they they're made different cores and stuff oh, to okay. where they're designed to travel further, oh, hit harder. Okay. And people were saying, like, are these balls juiced? And there's really no way of proving it. You know what I'm saying? Because the MLB is not going to come out and be like, yeah, we, <laughs> we juice these baseballs. But I don't necessarily think that the balls were juiced. I mean, they may have been. But chance to answer your question on is it the year of the pitcher, I think what, I think what we're in in baseball now is, like I said, pitchers are trained and they're taught to go up there and throw the ball as hard as you fucking can. On the flip side, I think hitters are being taught to go up there and swing as hard as you fucking can, hit 45 home runs. I don't care if you strike out 200 times. That's a good one. I like that. Like the, I mean, strikeouts are way up. Like so, way, way so, up. So, so you're talking about, hey, man, you're going to be a hitter, man. You're going to have to drop bombs. Yeah. Rather than going for numbers like the A's did back in, you know, the early the yeah. late 90s, whenever they were going off of, off averages by people who just wanted to get base hits. Yes. I So I agree. With, I, I know what you're talking about there. I, that's that's actually – that's a hot take. Because, I mean, I mean, how many guys do you see – how many times do you see a guy on second, no outs, right? Yeah. How many times yeah. do you see a guy, a lefty or a righty, hitting the ball to the right side of the field on the ground to move him over? To get him to third with one out and trust in the next guy, hit a fly ball or a ball in the gap and scoring. You don't Albert see Albert Pujols. <laughs> runs runs aren't manufactured anymore. Like they're not bunning guys over. They're not they're not hitting running. They're not hitting ground balls to the right side to move a guy over with no outs. You know what I'm saying? That shit don't happen no more. You got you got pitchers up there throwing 100 miles an hour, and you got people like Aaron Judge up there trying to hit the ball back 120 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think I honestly think that's what it is, man. Yeah, that's that's really good stuff. I I like I like every bit of that because you because you're not wrong. And and the reason I said Albert Pujols is because Albert Pujols does that. He still hits to get runs in. Older guy though. Yeah, Came that's what I'm and, saying. Yeah, yeah. Albert Pujols, one of the oldest dudes in the league right now. Yep. But he's the machine. When he and you know and he he does it that way. When he came into the league, runs were being manufactured. You know, you're you're doing a job that you're supposed to do. You're trying yes. to hit the ball into the gap, all that shit. But those guys are are leaving the league now. Derek, yeah. Derek Jeter is one of the greatest players ever. Derek Jeter didn't hit a fuck ton of home runs, but Derek Jeter was hitting 300 every year. You know well, what I mean? I'll tell you what. And, yeah. And I and I guarantee, goddamn it, if there's a runner on second and no outs, Derek Jeter's got that inside out swing. He's pushing one to the right side. He's moving that guy over. David, let me get your perspective on that. Because he's got A-Rod, A-Rod behind him. You know A-Rod's hitting a fly ball. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think it, it's kind of like a shifting of the times in a way. Like, we're kind of talking about, you know, hitters having to catch up with how pitchers are throwing now and everything. And I think the whole game of baseball is shifting from the more fundamentals. And you could say the same about basketball. How many fucking times do you think cats are drawing up plays? You know, them dudes are just going out there and playing. So this is like the baseball equivalent of that, like, you know, go out there and do the best you can as an individual. And like you said, if you strike out 200 times, so be it, as long as you fucking produce some home runs yeah. as well. I think it's picking up the pace 
and it's just a sign of like you know time shifting. Yeah, if you hit forty home runs, nobody cares. <laughs> you might hit, you might hit two hundred. I I I fucking care. <laughs> you might hit two hundred with forty five home runs, and nobody cares. Like, <laughs> I, I like, well, so can, care. we, can we talk about him hitting two hundred? <laughs> So, so here's another question that I have because it, it got brought up. I I want to know. So the the baseballs were juiced, you know, whenever they were hitting bombs two years ago. Were the baseballs juiced when Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, and Martin Wire were hitting hitting dingers left and right, having the having seventy home runs a season? The balls weren't juiced. <laughs> they were juiced. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But even if, but even if, literally, hey, all three hey, of but, them. hey, but here, here's my here's my all time argument. There, I don't give a shit how many steroids you do. It's not going to be able to make you see a 95 mile an hour fastball any better. Still got to have the hand eye coordination, and that was my thing. Even if the balls are juice, you still got to make contact. Yeah. So if that dude's throwing that bitch too fucking hard for you to hit it, then doesn't matter what the ball is made out of. At the end of the day, you bet your you bet your fucking ass, David. And I love that that response, dude. I thought that was cool. But still, yeah. like, but what do you the, think about that? Wait, about if the j- balls were juiced back then? Yeah, man. I don't. They were, they were hitting shit. They were hitting dingers, bro. I, I, I honestly, I don't think the balls were. I think they were. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were just strong as shit. You know what I mean? I guess I'm just. I guess I'm just gonna take that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, and all three of the guys that you mentioned are, <laughs> you know, they're not getting into the hall because of steroids. Like. <laughs> Still got to hit that motherfucker from which. My, from my oh, you you want to let's talk about the hall though. Yeah, uh, which is uh, I, I'm down with that because I think it's bullshit. Put Barry Bonds person, Hall of Fame. So there, so the Hall of Fame, I think is is pretty whack right now because I mean Pete Rose still isn't in there, and he holds he still holds three records to this day and never put a fucking needle in his ass one time. Yeah. Pete Rose, I, do, I do, you, do you think Pete Rose deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? So do you know why he's not? No, I don't. Okay, so let me backstory this. Pete Rose, yeah, okay. all-time hit leader, right? Four thousand two hundred something hits, something like that. All-time hit leader. Probably, probably it will never be broken. Like guys hit three thousand hits now, but n- nobody's getting close well, to four thousand hits. Yeah. But so, as a player, he never bet on games. He bet on games as a manager. Bet on games that he was managing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but which. I don't agree with. It's fucked up. Yeah. But he never bet against his I was going to say, did he ever bet on them to lose? He never bet against them. So, it's not like he was like, oh, hey, you know, Joe Bull, go pinch hit for for my MVP. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I don't need a home run here. He never bet against them. He always bet for them. But you don't, you don't, bet, you don't bet on a game that, you know, you have something to do with. So, he has been shunned from the Hall of Fame. So, I think that's bullshit because – if, if he had betted against them even once, that changes my opinion. Like, okay, there's no way to say he didn't do his best to tamper with them losing, right? right? But if he always bet on his team to win, I mean, I really don't see anything fucking wrong with it. I mean, I, you, could, you could sit here and, like I say, the self-righteous are blind and get on a fucking high horse as much as you want to and act like that's just so morally fucking wrong, like you've never done anything in your life. But <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I, like, for people to sit here and be like, he don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, you've never done anything wrong? Right. He didn't bet on his team to lose. He didn't influence them to lose on purpose. I don't see anything wrong with it, personally. I think it so, should be. Oh, so, I, so e- e- easy money answer. Does Pete Rose belong in the Hall of Fame? 
fuck yes, he does. Yes. 4,256 hits. It's unreal. That'll never be touched. Most most games played. <laughs> 3,562 games played as a fucking MLB player. Most times at bat, also, 14,053. 4,000 of those he got a hit. And most seasons with 200 hits or more, 10 equal to Ichiro Suzuki. Also, he's going to go into the Hoff as well. But his, uh, his lifetime batting average, 303. Yeah, that's and that's stupid. Put him in the Hoff. There's he no did. reason for him to not be in the off. Here's I, I had I had to bring that up because I love Pete Rose. Dude. Here's a here's a hot. I'll give you a hot take on what I think. Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens belongs in the Hall of Fame. Mark McGuire belongs in the Hall of Fame. Sammy Sosa belongs in the Hall of Fame. Wait, <laughs> bro, like, I'm I'm sorry. Like I understand those guys juiced, but those guys Alex Rodriguez belongs in the Hall of Fame. I understand the steroid use. I get it, but those are the guys that were caught. Yeah, it's contribution. Those were the guys. Those were the guys that were caught. Now that's really important there. But also, man, I'll I'll just I'll I'll go back to it. Steroids isn't going to make you make you uh, see and hit a ball any better. Right. You might be a little bit stronger, but it's not going to make you see and hit a fucking ninety-five mile an hour fastball any still, any better than. Still got to catch up. <laughs> yeah. Still got to hit it. So, <laughs> all right, man. So, hey, let, let's go ahead and move on from that one. Well, that's, that's, let's get my, let's get that's my a, nipples a little bit hard. That's a great baseball TED Talk this week. That's the best <laughs> That's the best baseball talk we've had. And and it helps that, that David, you know, most people that don't watch baseball and hate baseball would just be like, no, fuck it. But David is actually investing into baseball, which makes it easier for us. And that was a, that was a great TED Talk. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> let's, jump in in. let's jump into the NBA We got playoffs going on now We had the play-in tournament um, Since our last one when we gave our predictions um, Russ got it done Got the eight seed Couldn't couldn't beat Boston that first game So they had to make it a little bit interesting But we got Boston in from the play-in We got um, We got the We got the Wizards in from the play-in And then the other side we got uh, Lakers are in And then Dude, surprised the shit out of me. Grizzlies, Jaw Morant beating Steph. Like I was like, holy shit! I understand. I understand the Warriors. The Warriors aren't the Warriors right now, but still, like I thought Steph would be enough to get it done. Oh, I almost wore my Jaw jersey today. (laughs) Did you have one? (laughs) Yeah, I got I got the Vancouver one. That's dope as fuck. Dude, have you seen my jersey collection? Oh, I just didn't know you had a Jaw Morant one. It's a yeah, good addition thanks. to the collection, though, because that dude can fucking ball. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I that's why I fucking bought it, dude, because he's the truth. And I and I thought that was a really uh really good one for me because I hate the Warriors with a passion. But like I said earlier in one of our episodes, like Steph Curry is growing on me a little bit, man. Just just because you know K, KD's gone. Sorry, Red. KD's gone. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, and Steph's really grown into like the role of just like being a really good basketball player, man. And you know, me, it, it's really good add, to see that now. Let me add to that just a little bit because I am a little bit upset from from what that other guy did, the one that you just said. Because wait, it's always talked about Steph being 
the greatest shooter of all time, right? Which I think he is. Yeah. It's it's very very prevalent to me that he's a great shooter It'd of all time. It'd be hard to argue. I think it's you, time to start. I, I don't think there's about, an argument there. I think so, it's yeah. time to start talking about how where he's at in the greatest player of all time. And what I want to what I want to throw into what you just said is I'm upset that that cocksucker that's in Brooklyn now robbed me of Steph Curry. Wait, he robbed me of him. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? He he made me hate him. And like I'm I'm missing out. I'm missing out on admiring greatness because I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I think so. This Dude, version of the Warriors, this version of the Warriors is a much more likable team because when KD went there and they forged this, you know, super team, win all these goddamn games and shit like that and rings, it makes it to where you're like, fuck those guys. You know what I'm saying? And to Zach's point, had KD not gone there in ho fashion like he did, you know, we'd be looking at Steph a lot different because right. we wouldn't have had all those years like, well. Steph's only doing this shit, despite being the greatest shooter, it's because of this super team bullshit. Right. But now that he's alone and you can see him, like, willing his team to fucking victories and shit, like, you know, they, they came up short this year, but he's by his fucking self, and it gives you a lot more respect for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that was and, some of the coolest shit I've ever heard in my life right there, what Red just said, because he was like, he, KD literally robbed us of yeah of really appreciating Steph Curry. And, and, and it's weird to say this, man, because – I've always hated Steph Curry. I just don't – I just don't – I never really liked the guy because I thought his swag was off. But, I mean, you're you're not wrong. But but I think you got a really hot take right there as putting him at, as one of the greatest of all time. I, I but think I mean, he's up there. Like, I mean, I, I honestly think he's up there. By far, he's the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. There, there's no doubt there. I will never – I will never question that. And then I think that's why – then now I'm getting a little bit twisted because I'm like <laughs> – now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I'm pondering. I'm like, damn, he, you know what? He's he's not wrong. He's up there. That well, puts him in the conversation just being the shooter that he is alone. And yeah, so, exactly. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. The reason why I know I was robbed of it is because back when back when we had we had that motherfucker, there was that OKC Golden State rivalry. Right? Because they were two of the best teams in the NBA and they blew the three one lead. It was setting up, you know for the Thunder to come back for revenge, go on a revenge tour. But even them being a rival with OKC, I hated Steph when OKC was playing them, obviously, because I wanted to beat their ass. But I would tune into a Warriors game at their own ESPN because I was like, oh, Steph is must-watch. Yeah, I want to watch what he's going to do tonight. I want to watch this dude pull from half court four times and hit three of them. It was fun. And then he goes <laughs> there, and I was like, no. I wrote him off. No, fuck this guy. Fuck everyone that's involved with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he robbed me of it. Like, he robbed me of watching the greatness. And now, you know, I can start to come back a little bit around. Like, I like watching him play again, but I, it still don't mean I like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 know, I know exactly what you're saying, man. David, I, I'm actually I'm, very curious to know what, what you kind of think about that as a whole. Yeah. I mean, no, I agree. Like, we have a certain bias being from OKC because it happened directly to us. And like yeah. I said, you know, this version of the Warriors without Kevin is much more likable because the grind that you see Steph going through now is super respectable because the guy is a fucking baller. And you see that even without all that extra talent, because it's not like they still have fucking shitty players, you know, but with all that extra talent, like he's still a fucking dog, you know what I mean? He, his skill is still, yeah. you know, fucking top tier. And like I said, or like Zach said, in the conversation of where do you put him in the greatest of all time, right? 
So, you know, watching them now without, you know, a plussed up team, you, you have much more respect for his game. And it's not like he wasn't playing at that level when KD was there, but it's yes. because he was there, you're like, you, you looked at it like it was fucking cheap. Yeah. But he was still that dude. Fake when, but he was still that dude when KD was there. It's just they were so plussed up, you didn't have as much respect for it. Exactly. I. That is exactly almost what I wanted to say. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you nailed it. You nailed it, dude. That was pretty and much on quick, point, man. Quick hitter on the Warriors real fast. They got they, – their pick this year is number 14 in this draft. They have the Timberwolves pick, which is top three protected. So if Minnesota falls at number four in the lottery, Golden State gets that pick. So they'll have number four overall and number 14 overall. Then they got Wiseman coming back next year, which is their number two overall pick last year. They got Steph and Draymond coming back. And then you got Clay coming back off his injury. Yeah. Wait, the Warriors are about to be the Warriors again. The right way, though. The to right way. To yes. where you don't look at it like it's bullshit. Yeah. All based off of managerial moves. Right. So, so it's not. We won't look at it with that same like, oh, that's bullshit. They drafted that fucking team. It's completely different. Yeah. At least in my, you know, in my they're, opinion, they're 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 warrior guys. Yes. Like, <laughs> there was no fucking ho shit that made that happen. Yeah. And that and that like, you know, little details like that changed the whole narrative because, like you said, during that era when KD went over there, you say fake rings. You know, we say you can't fucking respect it. Like the dude wasn't balling the same way. But now, as they build with those picks and stuff like that, and you get Clay back off injury and all that other jazz, you just look at it completely different. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, the Warriors are going to be the Warriors again. People, people want to make it, you know, a big stink that that they missed the playoffs this year. But I mean, they only had Steph. Like, they they had a chance of being in the playoffs with just Steph. Hey, I just want to say something funny, man. Because fucking old, speaking of old Thunder players, I hate playoff P and the name of that shit just because he was so ass. And, and, and he and gave I want the Mavericks, that nickname. And I want the Mavericks to beat the Clippers so bad, dude. And they won the first game, and I want them to fucking beat their ass just because that playoff piece shit pisses me off. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, bro, one, one, you haven't been good in the playoffs, and two, you can't give yourself a nickname. No, <laughs> like, playoff people. That's an unwritten rule of nicknames is you can't give it to yourself. Yeah, like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm playoff Pete. No, dude, you're ass. <laughs> Y'all start calling me Podcast Z. Pod, Pod Z. <laughs> Pod Z, dude. Pod Z. <laughs> All right, Bubba, we got – we had the first round of games. Um, Russ and Bradley Bill lose to the the Sixers today. The Lakers lost. I want to bring this up. You're probably not going to like it because I know how big of a LeBron fan you are. But LeBron's past two games, he has had all-time flops. Yeah. Like, he had – he hit the three over Steph, which is incredible in itself in that play-in game. You didn't, you didn't need the theatrics of anything else that happened, but yet you come back and you say, yeah, well, when Draymond poked me in the eye, I was seeing three rims, so I shot for the middle one and I hit it. Well, you can watch replay. Draymond didn't poke you in the eye, bro. Like, it just didn't happen. And then today, Chris Paul crashes the board, and they kind of get tangled up, and you would have thought, goddamn, well, bronze arm fell off. Wait, yeah, that shit's I, too much, you being You being the, the huge LeBron fan, I – I want to get your perspective on it because I, you, you know me, dude. I, if it was Russ on the other end, I'd go to bat for Russ. I'd be like, no, nah, bro, you couldn't see the <laughs> other angle. He got poked in the damn eye. You know, I'd go to bat for him. So, 
I'm not I'm not a LeBron fan. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I respect what LeBron does. He's I love watching LeBron, but I'm not a LeBron fan. You are. So I would kind of want to get your perspective because to me, these are two all-time flops. So I'm a huge LeBron fan. Absolutely huge. I got fucking LeBron's jerseys hanging up in my closet right now. I have given up on it. <laughs> I've given up on the flops. I've given up on, you know, really giving into his three theatrics. But, I, but at the end of the day, you know, He's still going to be in the conversation of one of the greatest basketball players of all time, man. So I, I, I could give a less shit about him acting like a fucking pussy out there because he really does. He does, man. He does. But, but God damn it, we're, what was it? You guys, you can't, you can't deny the fact that we're watching greatness. No, absolutely uh, not. That's what so, I'm saying. So that's the, why. The that's why. I, that's did. why I sat there and I was like, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to really give in to the, to the theatrics. And him just kind of flopping, and he flops. He flops his ass off. But hey, once again, he's going to hit a three over Steph Curry to win a game. That's what I'm saying. The three that he hit over Steph in itself was enough. Yeah, like you didn't have to do all the extra shit. So I'm gonna echo yeah. Chance because I'm also a fucking big time LeBron fan. I like watching him play. I like him as a guy. I mean, I don't know him or anything, but I think he's pretty cool, right? But there was a segment that we would watch overseas when he's watching basketball called Phantom of the Flopper, and LeBron <laughs> was always on that motherfucker. And, and for me, his flops are undefendable. You know, there's nothing you can say about the fact that he flops really bad. But to me, it's not enough to take away from his game. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's no. still in there in the conversation of GOAT, depending on who you ask. And so his flops, they're, you know, quite frankly, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not enough to, like, bother me and make me not like watching him or not be a fan of his. You know what I mean? My favorite yeah. one was, I don't know who they were playing, but he's, like, crossing half court. It was when he was in Cleveland the second time, and he gets bumped at, like, three or four steps across half court, and the dude that bumped him is, like, like three inches shorter and, like, 60 pounds lighter than him, and LeBron, like, slides back across <laughs> half court. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, like, ran back, making hit the ground, slid. I was like, oh, come on, LeBron. Like, I, wait, I'm bigger than the dude that hit you, and I could run at you fucking full speed. If you're running full speed, I ain't doing shit to you. You're running through me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I agree. Yeah, I, I know, man. Like I said, king king of the flops, king of the, and that's also a big thing that he gets is calls. You know, whenever he's whenever he he does a lot of post game, he goes down there and he and he and he fucking flails his hands around and he gets, damn sure he, don't care about the flop fine. Like, yeah. His pocket changed to him. He also yeah. gives a fuck yeah. what people say about it because he's one of the best floppers of all time, if yeah. not the best. So it's like whatever. Watch my greatness, bro. No fucks, no fucks given from LeBron on that on that end. But like I said, man, we are literally like watching the Michael Jordan of our generation. And let me let me throw this I'll one never... you guys' way because I seen this today, and I wanted to bring it up on the podcast about LeBron flopping and and the the goat conversation to me like I like I'm gonna say MJ, but like I'm okay with putting. Kobe or LeBron at second, I'm okay with it just because they were so fucking good. And LeBron still is, obviously. He's in his 18th year, and he's still doing his thing. Like, you can't deny that fact. But this tweet that I've seen, it said, it said the reason why LeBron will always be third in the GOAT talks is because MJ and Kobe tried their damnedest to convince you they weren't injured when they were, but LeBron tries to convince you that he's injured when he wasn't. 
I mean, it's just today's league, bro. Like, because he's the only motherfucker that flops. Because I no, not a, not even close. Yeah. Like, it's not. That's but, but Kobe, yeah, you, we all know Kobe. Like, killer, Vanessa, bro. Vanessa came out and said, I think it was this week actually. Somebody asked Vanessa Bryant was at like, his whole at his Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, and Vanessa said she asked him like he'd be banged up and hurt, you know, and she was like, you know, why do you always play hurt? And he was like. He said, because if one person, you know, that wasn't fortunate enough to have a lot of money and they bought tickets to this one game just to watch me play and I didn't, he's like, I couldn't live with that. Yeah, that's a GOAT quote. Exactly. Hey, like, hey, oh, yeah, hey, like, you, hey, you said it best, man. That's why I'm going to sit here and tell you that Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest, greatest of all time. Yeah. I mean, the dude, I Achilles, I, the dude tore his Achilles and shot his own free throws just in case he could come back into the game. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, if somebody takes his free throws for him, he can't come back. Yeah. He walks up there and, and hit both of them, too, with a torn Achilles. On one leg. Because he obviously doesn't – he didn't know, like, you know, he tore his Achilles. He knows, obviously, something was fucked up. He probably knew he tore it. Yeah. But he and was he, like – And, just he, and in, you know me. You know me. I'm a LeBron fan completely. But I'm also a Kobe fan, too. I mean, I got Kobe's jerseys hanging up in my fucking closet as well. But the thing is, is – Kobe came back out, shot his free throws. LeBron got carried off the court by his teammates <laughs> for a goddamn crank. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, 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 sometimes you got to separate from the man from the boys. And, you know, he, he dresses his up. He dresses it up a little bit. But at the same time, you know, he's, he's still going to be up there in the talks. Right. And, and I'll say, like, you guys obviously know Russ is my favorite basketball player of all time. And, but if I had to choose a second, like it'd be Kobe. Like, yeah. There's just there's nothing that Kobe did yeah. that you could be like, oh, I don't like this guy. Like, right. You you might not like him as a basketball player when he's playing your team. Yeah, I get that. Like when he's playing the Thunder, I didn't like him. Right. Because motherfuckers out there dropping forty. Like, I, I don't need you to do that, Kobe. But like, Kobe's got to be my second favorite player. Like, you know, we we're not old enough to really get to see uh, Michael. Like, you know, he was playing when we were alive, but we were too young to really understand what was going on. Right. But yeah. we got – when we, you know, could comprehend sports and, and watch and admire it, we were getting prime Kobe. Yeah, I mean, still to this day – Prime Kobe. Years, anytime you shoot anything, what do you say? It ain't fucking LeBron. Yeah. It's <laughs> Kobe. There's, there's something to be said, you know, with that quote about fans saving up just to see one game and all that shit. Like, the mama mentality was just fucking different, man. Like, that cat was just built different. And yes. for me, as great as LeBron is, like literally just that mindset puts him behind Kobe for me. And, and you know, at the end of the day, you can look at stats all you want to and, and, and everything like that, but it would be Jordan Kobe for me always just, just off mindset alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. To lighten the mood a little bit on LeBron, I've seen some other funny shit too. Like there's been seven, eight, nine times that LeBron's walked into the arena reading a book. And it had, like, all nine pictures lined up, and he's always on the first page. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are you reading them, or are you just walking in with that? <laughs> it's just going to make me look smart as fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. last thing I want to talk about on the NBA is – and it can be a little quick hitter because I really don't think it's worth talking about because I don't think the Thunder can get any of them. But we are going to have, you know, some free agents, and – the Thunder's got a ton of picks. I think – I honestly think the only way the Thunder's getting superstars in here is through trades because I don't think any free agents want to sign in small market OKC. Yeah. 
they want to be they want to be in the LAs and the New Yorks, you know, and and all that. The coast in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah, any east or west coast, like it don't really matter. But there there are some there are some some free agents out there. Obviously, top one on this list, Chris Paul. Chris Paul's not coming back to OKC. No, wait, no shot. And then the second one. This is an interesting one to me. I I don't. There's absolutely zero chance he comes to Oklahoma City, but Paul George, playoff P, Ass. he signed that extension last year, which puts him in LA through like 2025 or something. Kawhi could have signed his extension and he didn't, and will become a free agent at the end of the year. Do, you, do y'all think he signs back with with Paul George? I know he wanted to be in LA. Like, he went to L.A. first. Paul George went and joined him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the one that chose to went to L.A., but if you were dead set on L.A., why wouldn't you sign the extension with PG? Unless there's some, like, low-key shit going on that we don't know about, I don't see why he would leave. But here's the thing. With Kawhi, it's all low-key shit. Yeah, I mean, it's not – I mean, his business <laughs> is not talk. in the streets or anything. But I'm saying, you know, there's not like a – at least I haven't heard any rumors circulating like, okay, everybody's going to get together and go to fucking Memphis with job or something ridiculous. You know what I mean? I haven't heard any kind of rumors like that. I mean, I don't think he would leave. I've heard, I've heard one Kawhi rumor – and you guys can tell me what y'all think about it. I've heard Miami. Why? Just to team up with who? They're, I Jimmy mean, Miami, Butler. Miami's good. They got, they got Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy I mean Bucks. they were in the they were in the finals last year. Miami's the truth, dude. What do you? Why are you sleeping on Miami? That's they why, got, that's what Jimmy that's that's what Jimmy Butler loves the most, man. Yeah, I mean I'm I like Jimmy buckets a lot. I just and they got Bam Ab- they got Bam Abadio, however you say his name. They got Tyler Hero. I just like, don't think he would leave. I, I don't know. I, it's not a slight at my so, end. It's more of a, I don't think he would leave L.A. So, so here's the thing, okay? So, he, they're, they're keeping everything under wraps, man, but Kawhi's going to sign a max deal. With with L.A.? With L.A., with the Clippers. I, There's no way he's leaving. I don't they're see They're going to sign to a max deal because they already have a fucking dope team. Yeah, yeah. They That's should have won the finals last season. I don't know why he wouldn't stay in, stay in L.A., but then again, like, it, it just begs the question, like, if if that's where you were going to be, why didn't you sign the extension? It could have been a max extension, you know what I'm saying? Unless he was just like, no, I'm going to wait because you guys are going to sign me through like 2028, you know what I'm saying, and get a five-year max deal, which could very well be what it is. But, again, with Kawhi, you don't know because the guy yeah. don't talk. <laughs> There's too many unknowns. Yeah. I think he stays in L.A. personally. Y'all seen the car that he drives? Yeah. <laughs> it's raggedy as Really, car. really, really old Tahoe <laughs> <I> <laughs> or something. It. I love it too. After the after the Raptors won it, and he wore that shirt, and said "fun guy." It just said "fun guy." Period. Because <laughs> everybody, you know, was like, "Oh yeah, Kawhi's a fun guy. He don't talk." <laughs> so he wore a shirt and said "fun guy." Yeah, man. I, I, dope in private. I I, I'm a little bit torn with whether I, whether or not I really like Kawhi or not. I'm just. I think he's cool, but at the same time, I'm just. I hate the guy. I do too, dude. For. For almost unexplainable reasons, and I've, I've had this conversation with Barry, you know, his wife's from San Antonio and shit. I'm like, I fucking hate Kawhi Leonard. I have for a long time, and I don't really have a bunch of solid fucking reasons why. I just don't like him. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the guy, but I like the guy. That's he's the a thing, really like, good basketball player, man. If you were to ask me, like, do you like Kawhi or not, I'd be like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> I hate him. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean – I can't say I don't like him because he hasn't given me a reason not to, but like he's not really given me a reason why to like him either. I respect him as a player; he's a great player, but I just do not fucking like the guy. 
this this yeah. uh this free agent class, I mean, it's just weak to me. There's some names in here. You got Mike Conley and Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan, which, I mean, those guys, I mean, they're kind of getting older and, you know, they don't fit in OKC. Uh, you got Dennis Schroeder. We already had him. He ain't coming back. Um, wish I mean, he would. Serge wish, I wish he would, too. I loved him as a point guard. <laughs> Serge ain't coming back. I think Serge is going to ride it out in L.A. as long as PG and PG and Kawhi are. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. And then, I mean, you got Victor Oladipo, but – He's already been here. Dude, that's another topic we need to talk about one of these the weeks. The farm team that's okay. It's just of what has How been. How many through. fucking badasses we've had on our team? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's unreal. Like, in just, this, in just this free agency market, like, I've just named, like, four guys that's been here. Chris Paul, Serge Ibaka, Victor Oladipo, Dennis Schroeder. Like, oh, like, they, they, all played for, they all played for OKC. Did they win? <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> Hell no, we only won with base. Russ, with Russ, uh, Westbrook, and uh, well, Westbrook, Durant, and Harden. It's the only time we ever really went somewhere. Nerwin's Noel, Noel, he's been here. <laughs> like, he's everybody, a bro, you can turn on an NBA game. I just looked over here at the next game. Taj Gibson's walking out the floor. He was in OKC. <laughs> so I know it's crazy, man, but Nerlens was killing it. Yeah, he year. was. And they they love him over there. And I. Lonzo Ball's a free agent. I don't, I don't see him leaving New Orleans. He's gonna ride it out with Zion. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't buy a Ball jersey. No, I don't like the Balls. They've <laughs> given, they've given me a reason not to like them, and it's their fucking dad. I, I, I like, take that back. I like Lamelo. I like Lamelo. I, like I, like I, like I like Lamelo. Truth, Lamelo is actually like the truth for real. But here's my only thing with Lamelo. Going forward, Carmelo. Is almost done. He's almost out. We ain't calling Lamelo Mello. Wait, that's Lamelo Ball. There's only one. Nah. You know, what there's I mean? only one Mello, bro, and this and this Carmelo Anthony. No, I had a Carmelo Anthony jersey. Free agency wise, like we're never going to be able to hit on the free agency market. And okay, too small market here. We're going to have to rely on trades, which Sam Presti mm. can pull. Can he can pull some shit and make a trade? But the only thing that sucks is, like, once their contract's up, they just leave, which is <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you got to hit on the draft, which he's got plenty of picks. One, you have to hit on the draft on the player that they are. And two, you have to hit on the draft and hoping it's somebody like Westbrook who's going to be loyal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I understand Russ isn't with OKC anymore. OKC traded him as a favor to him. Yeah. If OKC would have been like – you know, we want you to stay here forever. Russ would have probably stayed here forever. Yeah. But they were going to do him a solid. Like, hey, we're going to rebuild. There ain't no reason for you to go through this. Go do your thing. Try to get you a ring. You know I, what agree. I, mean? I agree with you. I think they're going to have to build a, a championship running team through trades and draft because it's such a small market. There's not enough draw here for motherfuckers to want to just stay. You know what I'm saying? And the only way people would want to is if they are competing for rings, you know what I'm saying? Right. And build some kind of dynasty. But that's – the, to get to that point, it's going to come off of the trades and the draft picks without yeah. question. And I'll tell you one that scares the hell out of me is I think they got – I think they have an all-star in the making right now in Shea, in SGA. He's going to leave, though. I think he's so fast. damn good, and it scares the hell out of me, dude, because yeah. he wasn't drafted by OKC. He came over in the Paul George trade. Like, he doesn't have any loyalty ties to OKC right now other than playing here. Yep. And it scares the hell out of me. OKC's okay, an offer in the max. Wait, 
it just depends on if he wants all that money or if he's like, I want a ring. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to get on the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, SGA is a perfect example. He's one of them <laughs> players like, what's the draw? Unless they can get him a team in the next year or two that can compete for a ring, he's too good. Why would he stay? If he can go get him, you know what I'm I saying? Think, I think he's eligible for a max extension after next year. So, we'll, we'll know if he signs it or not. Yeah. <laughs> if he don't sign it, then he's telling us I'm playing out this contract and I'm out. Boy. Yeah. It's hard to blame cats though. I mean, other than the, <laughs> other than the fact that OKC's badass for us, <laughs> yeah, because we never been anywhere else other than when we had to. <laughs> I ain't got a hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? I bet LA's badass. If I had that much fucking money. Yeah, no shit. All right, so that will we'll be done on on the NBA. We just got the first round games over with. Um, one thing I will say on that, it kills me to say, everybody was questioning how Brooklyn's big three was going to play since they ain't played together very much. Uh, they look pretty fucking good. good as fuck. <laughs> they they combined for like eighty four points. <laughs> hey, they they might be tough to beat, brother. <laughs> and maybe just a little bit. Well, let's hop into this. Is kind of way off topic from what from what we've talked about today, and we only we only go down this road. It feels like only a couple episodes every other time, you know. But um, we're two weeks out of of this money grab. Yeah. Of Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul, I've seen. I've seen some shit of people saying that that you know just for just for the fans this fight's going to go like 8 9 rounds or whatever. I don't see Floyd letting it go that long because I mean Floyd wants to be known as the greatest boxer ever. He's undefeated. There's no shot Logan Paul beats him. But I don't think Floyd's going to let Logan Paul go 9 rounds with him. A money grabber not he's getting paid regardless. Yeah. The last thing yeah, I think once is is somebody being like, "Oh, well, this YouTuber went nine rounds with you." I got a hot take. Okay, let's hear it. Floyd is a really, really, really good defensive boxer. Man, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be weird, but I think Logan Paul is gonna knock his ass the fuck out, man. Oh my god! And, it, and, it, and it's weird. I know, I know. Easy, chill. Give me some credit, fellas. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I don't, I don't. I don't see – this dude is a go-getter, man. I hate I hate these Paul boys with every inch of me, but they are fucking – dude, Logan, they can fight. They yeah. can fight. They can scrap. I said, I said the Jake thing when he knocked out Askren, that did something for me. Yeah, they can fight. It's not – it's not like you're just throwing somebody in there. Right. These boys, them, them fellas, can, they can get down. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's crazy to think about it. But I, I mean, think I think that I think that Paul boy, he's going to come out, and I think he's going to fucking just start swinging and get, get real weird with it. But he's also really good and technical. I think yeah, he's going to knock out Floyd Mayweather. I agree with you. They can fight. I don't, I don't think they're chunk by any means. I don't think he's going to knock Floyd out, though. Now, I mean, it's hard for me to say that because – you know, a lot of these boxers, like, they, they come up boxing since they could fucking walk, man. And to me, this shit, just like you said in the beginning, being a cash grab, that's all it is to me, bro. And to me, it's, like, disrespectful to the golden era of boxing. And, and I know we're not in that anymore, but when we talk about earlier the Mamba mentality, this, this type of shit, like, the, the type of champions that we used to have, your Lennox Lewis's, your Mike Tyson's, Ali's, fucking all them cats like that, I don't think they would take a bullshit ass fight like this. I mean, money or not, you know what I mean? Because they were at that time, the, the heavyweight champion of the world was the baddest fucking dude on the planet. He's the undisputed champion of the world. So, so how do you expect for the uh, Jake Paul to get 
to get a name without taking fights. What, what, what's his amateur career? Like, all these cats that are professionals now, like, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Mexican cat, De La Hoya. This dude fought, like, 200 amateur fights before he ever even went pro. These cats are jumping into boxing at the, at the biggest fucking pedestal with a guy like Floyd who's undefeated, who is the greatest defensive boxer of all time, and getting a shot at him? Why? What's your pedigree? What's your record? How did you get to this point? Yeah, I I agree with you there. I think that's fucking absurd, and I think it's crazy. But at the same time, you know, it it makes a shitload of money. And that's why they're able to do that. Right. And it's going to make a shitload of money. And it's – I'll go back to what we talked about last week of people being mad at Tebow. It ain't Tebow's fault that he got signed. It It ain't Logan Paul's fault. It ain't his fault that Floyd gave him a fight. No, it's not. Like, Floyd once paid, like, that's not his fault. I can't hate him for it. Like, as much as I don't like the Paul brothers, they're fucking geniuses. Like, they're, they're rich as hell now. I'm not, I'm not knocking the hustle, but, like, as a more boxing purist, you know, right. and enjoying no, I get yeah, what you're saying. Like, to me, it's just kind of shit. Like, like I said, you, you work your way up to the amateurs. Maybe you fight in the Olympics. Maybe you don't. You know, you're Golden Glove, whatever the fuck. But you, you have some kind of background that gives you a shot at a guy like Floyd. Yeah. And, and, and I'm Floyd. not knocking the hustle. If he gets a fucking contract, hey, by all means, get your fucking money, pimp. Yeah. But I'm saying for him to come just jump to the fucking top versus all the cats well, that are grinding and shit right now, so I think it's ridiculous. Only, all, all this guy did was just talk mad shit. You think, <laughs> boys, you think Floyd Mayweather is out there just fucking hoeing himself out because he wants to go fight somebody? No. Floyd's Floyd, dude. He's just hanging out, kicking it. Yeah. He trains because he feels like training. Yeah. This dude was calling calling Floyd Mayweather out. That's why Floyd was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to shut this little pussy-ass bitch up, man. That's yeah. the only reason why he took the fight. But at the same time, that's going to generate a lot of money for Floyd that he don't even fucking really need because he's a billionaire. Yeah. And to, that, that's the reason why this fight's uh, I And I, I agree a thousand percent yeah, with that. It's definitely all about money. But, and, but I'll, I'll, kind of, I'll kind of play the other side of what you said, David. Wait, Floyd, Floyd's getting old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Floyd ain't Floyd ain't boxing like, you know, at the top of his level like he was. You know, spring he's, chicken. He's still he's still Floyd Mayweather. But like to to kind of go against what you said, David, it's not like they're giving Logan Fall a Canelo fight. You know what I mean? Who's somebody yeah. who, who's at the top of boxing right now. You know what I'm saying? Fucking die. <laughs> you, exactly. I would rather watch that one. I'd rather watch Canelo Jake Paul dude. <laughs> Dude, that, that one would get ugly. He, fast. Was, he would fucking but, die. But it's like it's it's just a it's just a money grab. Like right. that's all it is. Like, and I I completely yes. agree with what you said. But it, again, it's not like they're giving him Canelo. Like, oh, you get yeah. this title fight. You know no, what I mean? And, and I get both sides. I'm not naive to say like money makes the fucking world go round. That's that's a irrefutable fact. So I get the I get the side of you know pay per view sales. It was the same fucking shit when Conor fought Floyd. Even yeah. though Conor's a better fighter, it's the same idea. But I'm just, you know, playing the other side as a guy who really enjoys boxing. Like, it's disrespectful to the game of boxing. However, it makes total fucking sense as far as money goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, I get it. And like I said, we're two weeks out. So we can we can circle back to it again next week when we do the pod because we'll be one week out. And then we'll obviously, we'll, I mean, we got to get together and watch that one. We're gonna, oh, yeah. We're going to buy it. <laughs> and, I, I almost – I almost promised you I'm going to come up there and hang out with you whenever yeah, we, uh, that might yeah. happen. We got to get, we got to watch that one just, just for the fun of it, if yeah. anything. But David, I'm going to let you take this one because it's all very confusing to me. But the, the Fury and Wilder and Joshua shit that's going on, like, 
explain to the listeners and explain to me. Like, it's, I'm confused you. by it. All right. It's my time to shine from baseball, right? Now, so, so what happened with the Wilder Fury thing is when they sign these fights, they have, like, rematch clauses built in, right? So, th- yeah. so they, they sign the deal and they say, okay, we'll fight twice. If I fucking knock you the fuck out two times, there's nothing to be said about it. Right. So their first fight was obviously a draw, despite the fact that uh, Wilder knocked him down twice. Okay. That tells you how much he got fucking outboxed. But yep. <laughs> anyway, second fight, you know, I don't know if everybody listening watched it, but we watched it and it wasn't even fucking close. No, Fury just lit his ass the fuck up and put on an absolute clinic. Right. So when they sign this contract, they have this rematch clause and it's supposed to be within 90 days after the fight, you say, I want my rematch, okay? So we're, you know, one and one right now. Yeah. One tie, one loss. So I want my rematch. Well, the 90 days passed, and there was a bunch of excuses as but to why, why. Why didn't he turn it in? There was a bunch of excuses, and after Wilder lost to Fury, you know, he fired, like, his entire team, his coach yeah. and all his trainers. He thought uh, his manager, his coach, and all his trainers conspired against him for him to lose and all this other bullshit. <laughs> his body armor was too heavy. And you can insert all the fucking excuses you've heard because they might all be true. They might be bullshit. But he made a bunch of excuses as to why he didn't enact his rematch clause sooner. Okay. Point is, he said he wants his rematch. They go to court over it. Fucking uh, Wilder wins his court case. Fury has to give him his fight. Why which that's messed Im- up the Anthony Joshua. Which fight. why that's important is Fury was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua and unify the heavyweight belt and become the first undisputed champion since 99 when Lennox Lewis uh, beat Evander Holyfield. So when Lewis beat Holyfield in 99, he was the last undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, which like we were talking about during the golden era of boxing, and that was toward the tail end, but that was the baddest fucking dude walking. So to me, we got, we talk about being fucking robbed. We got robbed of the fight to unify the belt again and have an undisputed heavyweight champion again, in our, like you said, in our lifetime where we're comprehending sports and enjoying them. We got robbed of that because Wilder was like, nah, nah, mm, give me the run back. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, if you watch the last fight, unless this dude has spent a fuck ton of time in the lab and just somehow became more than a power puncher in 18 months or whatever since they fought, he's just going to get beat the fuck up again. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion on it. I, think, yeah. I, think, I, I don't think there's any instance in which he outboxes Fury, but if he got enough skill to where his power actually matters, because the last fight proved his power didn't mean shit against a dude who can fucking fight. It, you talk about baseball. You still got to hit him. You know what I mean? So his power didn't mean anything. So with, with a guy like Wilder, his skill doesn't ever have to be as good as a cat like Fury because he has that raw punching power. So if he brings it up enough to where he can, you know, hang in there with him and box, then that power will make a difference. But I don't see it. I think fucking Fury beats his ass. So I, I think Wilder, Wilder is a wild boxer. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's all over and the place. Fury is very, very technical. Absolutely. At seven look at the old. guy. Yeah, he, he talks he's about like, a guy he, that doesn't look like he would be one of the greatest yeah. watchers. <laughs> yes. And 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 you, you take one good look at the guy and he, he looks like he's a fucking slob, but he's yeah. a he's a massive guy, but that's where that's where you you know you get your technical boxers at. I think he's gonna take down Wilder, you know, again. But I wanted to see that. Joshua fight man because Joshua is a very technical boxer and he's a really good one at that. And I think I think I think Anthony Joshua beats the shit out of out of Fury, dude. I think it'd be a good fight because for me, like Fury is he's a little bit old and, and when you look at him, like you said, you know, you don't see much. 
Joshua is a very ABC technical fighter as well, you know, similar kind of stylistically as far as being a technical boxer. But he's young, he's fucking shredded, and he's strong as fuck. And I think Fury, he give Fury all he fucking wants, man. I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not taking anything back. I think Anthony Joshua beats the shit out of, out of Fury, man. And we can no still get it, yeah. It, yeah, so, so as Fury's long as, just got to beat Wilder. As yeah. long as Fury beats Wilder, it just delayed the process if right. Fury wins. If for some reason he loses, then it's going to be a whole fucking dog and pony show until we get a unified champion. But if Fury goes out there and beats Wilder the fuck up and doesn't really get hit, you know, the turnaround could be a year, year and a half. And, and next thing you know, we're sitting here watching a unified title belt. Yeah. But it's just going to delay it. Yeah. It's going to delay it for so long. Which is fucking annoying. And he, it's not like it was close. Yeah. He went out there and got his fucking ass whooped, and he's delaying, <laughs> you know, robbing us of a unified champion again. Right. I mean, time will tell on that one. When, when's that fight coming up, Fury and Wilder? Is it soon? Uh, they're, they're – so it was and weird. They just signed. Yeah, because Wilder gets – they had to, like, talk about dates and all this bullshit, but the – AJ uh, Fury fight was supposed to be coming up in like September. So soon. It was, but now it's canceled and they got to fucking figure out when he's going to beat Wilder. So up now again. Fury and Wilder are probably being like January. And then it'll Anthony push. Joshua and, and Tyson Fury, they had to have a mediator come in, like <laughs> fucking make sure that it, it was cool to separate the fight. Yeah, because, it was a huge You know, Fury, Fury and Wilder had had to go on. Yeah, yeah that's, it was that's shitty. Yeah, so, so what do you think about that as far as? Like, for me, because he was outside of his window, I think it was a no-brainer. You fuck, He didn't get his rematch, and we move on to him fighting AJ. I, well, I mean, my honest thoughts is you have 90 fucking days. Well, you got three months. To, all you have to do is say, I want my rematch. Yeah. Well, as soon as 91 days hit, well, you fucked up, buddy. Yeah, too bad. Dude. You don't get it now. Yeah. Uh, it. Yeah, I, I fully agree with it's you. It's not like you had 48 hours, you know what I'm saying, and – and you were beat the fuck up, and you had a headache, and you forgot. You had you had 90 days. And COVID factored into his excuses as far as court and all this stuff. But I'm like, dude. And I think COVID that's, don't change the fact that you could have made a phone call. That was my thing. So tell him you want a rematch within the fucking window. If not, you signed a contract. Too fucking bad. Now we move on to the AJ fight. Yeah, and with today's world, all you had to do is put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> just, just tweet, I want a rematch with Fury. As legally binding, right? And it would have been okay. <laughs> Wait, shit. Social media today is this world. They might have been like, yeah, that's legally binding. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we'll, 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 we'll circle back to boxing next week, like I said, because we'll be one week out from Mayweather and Logan Paul. We'll hop into the, our last topic of the week. We got the NFL. I put on here on the topics list the Rodgers news staying quiet. I don't, I don't, we're going to be beating a dead horse if we talk about Rodgers again because nothing is new came out. Nope. They, there for a while, it was like every hour something was coming out, and now it is just, it's just deadened. Like, they're not saying shit about it. So, like we've said in other ones, time will tell where he goes. Yep. But the news that is coming out that we talked Aaron about. Aaron Rodgers may not leave. Say again? Aaron Rodgers may or may not leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all we can <laughs> that's say. That's basically it. anything you can say. But the, the news is picking up speed now that, that it looks like Atlanta is going to move Julio. They just got to wait till that June 1st deadline, which is here in a couple of days. And I, I think it's so that they can split money with, you know, some team doesn't get, get take that whole that whole Julio contract. They can split it with the Falcons and somebody else. So, I mean, I know for a fact, Chance, you ain't going to argue with Julio going to the Broncos and you ain't going to argue with Julio going to the Cowboys. And I damn sure wouldn't argue with Julio going to the Chiefs. But none Julio of those – Julio goes to the Chiefs, I'm fucking done with the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> none, of those, none of those three probably ain't going to happen, but 
what's like in y'all's mind? Where's what's a fit for him? So I'll go ahead and hang out. Nuck has been recruiting Julio really hard to the Cardinals, and I think that would be really fucking cool to see. D-Hop and fucking Julio? The Cardinals yeah, I think, I think that would be awesome. And at the same time, like, I feel really, really bad for Matt Ryan because he's like, I don't know how this offense works without Julio Jones. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but, it, but it, it, you know, it's one of those things like, hey, man, you, you play the sport, man, you got to live it now. So. Well, you also shouldn't have blown a 28-3 to lead. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'd be more inclined to keep those guys. Hey, then you would have got that boy a ring. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I shit. I didn't even think about the Cardinals, but I like it though. That's a that's a damn good one. You put D Hop and and Julio on the field, and then with Kyler Murray. Oh shit. Yeah, that's dangerous. I mean, the Cardinals are getting fucking good. I think. I mean, Chanchi brought up a really good team, bro. I think that'd be a fucking good. I mean, at the end of the day, every team would want a cat like Julio. Yeah. So. You know, I think the Cardinals would be a good landing spot for them because, quite frankly, their little rebuild is going really well. Like, yeah. I think they're going to be fucking good. You know, time will tell next season, but I think they're going to be good as fuck. And, I mean, they're not taking huge cap hits where they couldn't fit him. Right. Like a team like, like Dallas, you know what I'm saying, where they can't fit him. So, shit, might as well go on down to fucking Arizona and ball the fuck out with D-Hop. Well, I'm you, man, but I'm not going to be – I'm not going to be mad at – at anybody if he goes fucking Denver Broncos. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Well, that's what I was about to say. Like, um, Julio, he's texted me a couple times, told me he likes the podcast and shit, and I've been recruiting him to KC. And, I mean, only, no only time will tell on that one. But I'm <laughs> like, hey, man, you know, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Julio Jones on the other side, boy. <laughs> but, but like you said, Chance, if – if somehow Julio ended up with the Chiefs, people would stop watching football. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever watch another game. <laughs> because it would be like that fucking Warriors team. <laughs> yeah, super, that shit's fucking rigged at this yeah. point. <laughs> Let's only lose 14 games this year, boys. But as just a football fan, like, I know he's not going to the Chiefs. So, I'm hopping on the chance bandwagon. Me too. Like, bro, go to fucking – go to Arizona. That yeah. should be fun. And I'll tell you right now, if he goes to Arizona, Arizona will be contending for that division – I think they're going to contend for it anyways, and especially if Russell Wilson leaves, which that news has kind of died out. What I've heard is they've kind of mended fences behind closed doors that, you know, he doesn't want out anymore. But, I mean, if he does leave, that's Kyler Murray's division. Yeah, I agree. Like but, you said. I mean, depending on how Stafford does, like, L.A. might be back. Because L.A.'s got, what, best defense in the league? Yeah, Aaron Donald. Yeah, easy. Yeah, like – they got the best defense in the league. They just need they need a quarterback and they need some weapons. But they got one D lineman that I think, equals three offensive linemen. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I mean, it literally takes three, three fucking guys to block him. I mean, what else can you ask for? Yeah, that ain't no shit. But and and I think they upgraded a quarterback. I think Matt Stafford is better than Jared Goff. I do too. We which, talked about that before. Yeah, which that which that'll segue into our our last topic for the week. We can just do kind of quick hitters here. You know. Full segments on – we got – I seen ESPN posted this. They got – we have 11 teams this year starting with new people under center. That's a fuck ton to me. Yeah. 11 of them. You know, usually, you know, you got two, three teams that might have a new quarterback. We got 11 That's this year. It's a third of the league. So, let's run through these real quick. I got them here on my phone, and we'll, we'll talk about the fits that we think they are. And the first one on this list is Stafford with the Rams. Y'all can take it because I just said I think it's an upgrade over golf. I think – 
I think LA is better with him. So I really like that. I like that a lot, man, because well, one, I never really liked Jared Dolph anyways. I thought he was like a really good kind of, you know, short pass quarterback. Didn't have a whole I didn't I I just don't think he has a whole lot of knowledge about, you know, the game out there. Stafford's got all the knowledge you could ever fucking want in a quarterback. And he's in I think he's gonna drop fucking bombs. And, and you about, already know. Yeah, and arms talk about having a rocket for an arm. Yeah, Stafford has. You already know. Yeah, he's got veteran veteran leadership in the locker room, experience as a quarterback, and will throw that motherfucker eighty five yards. And I think yeah. I honestly think McVay is an underrated coach. Oh yeah, I don't think uh, he, dude, so underrated. Man. I don't he think he gets enough lot. talk. Day. I don't think he gets enough talk on how good he is. I think I think he's underrated as hell. Yeah, I mean we can go on to the next team because they definitely upgraded. Yeah, I mean no absolutely. question about it. And golf will come up on here, and we'll get to him. But the second one on this list, I like this one too, and that's Carson Wentz going to the Colts. I some people some people feel differently about Carson Wentz than I do. I don't. I do not think Carson Wentz is ass. I do because he played for the Eagles. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm you, indifferent. Have to, you have to think that. <laughs> I'm in, I'm indifferent on Carson Wentz, but I've I've seen him do a lot of great things, and I've seen him also be like a really good technical, know what the fuck he's doing quarterback. But when it comes down to it, you know, when it came down to game time, dude, he fucking – he lost it. He, he wasn't right. there. And then, you know, injuries happen. That That's going to be part of sports for the rest of your life. It doesn't matter. But I, hope, I, I really want to see this guy succeed because he's an actual, like, good guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. And, and I think the Colts are better than the Eagles. Oh, like, yeah. They, the Colts have a team where they can they can make a run now. Wait, they're they're good enough to at least make some noise. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's going to some ass team. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like he's there going to the Cowboys. Their receiver really solid. What's that linebacker they got? Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. That dude's Darius good. Leonard. I'm, I'm a big Darius Leonard fan. That guy is good as fuck. We'll, we'll stay on the quarterbacks, though, but I just had to – Yeah. I just – like that guy. Third one on the list, and we just talked about him, and that's Jared Goff. And, yes. and I think he's not as good as quarterback as Stafford. Nope. And we've seen what Stafford was able to do in Detroit. <laughs> it's just an ass organization. And getting golf, they downgraded at quarterback, and they're going to be even worse than what they were. Yeah, even if they got downgraded at quarterback and downgraded the team. Well, well, Megatron tried to come back like a couple years ago. He wanted to come back, but Detroit's got the rights to him, and he was like, "Now nah, I'm good. That's what I'm saying. Like, stay retired. <laughs> even even with his help, yeah. I don't think golf will have as good a season as fucking Stafford. Yeah, we ain't got to we ain't got to stay Mm-mm. too much on him because I I agree with you guys. I think he's ass ass. This is this is a sneaky <laughs> this is a sneaky good pickup for me. <laughs> Washington football team, which God damn it, please get a please get a name, they get a mascot. <laughs> please get a mascot. Uh, but they get. Hey, I, I'm Native American, and I don't I don't see nothing wrong with Redskins. Man. Yeah, I asked <laughs> you about that when the whole when the whole stink about it was coming on, and it, a little bit off topic here, but I'm like, stay the fuck away from the Chiefs, like. <laughs> Wait. The Chiefs is okay. The yes. Chiefs is fine. But it, it's but, a but good it, thing, it, it, right? The Cleveland Indians <laughs> logo is worse than the fucking skins. If you're if you're Which they took name, away. If you're they, gonna, yeah. so I got I got it for you right now. Call your call your team the Indians. Call your team the fucking Chiefs. Call your team the fucking Redskins. Stay away from savages. Yeah. Stay away from that's savages. Fair. Yeah, that's that's a that's a very fair point. From a native's perspective, I mean, there you go, from the horse's mouth, right there. And but I hear people they're making a big deal about the Chiefs doing the tomahawk chop. 
Are you serious? Nah, I don't worry about that. That shit gets me fucking pumped. Like people are soft, bro. Like the tomahawk I, chop. Come on. Yeah, yeah like, don't worry about that. Motherfuckers will cancel anything these days. <laughs> yeah, they will. But back to the quarterback topics, and that's the Washington football team getting them a little Fitz Magic. But I'm, dude, I'm, I'm a Fitz Magic fan, dude. He'll give you one I'm season about, for I'm sure. About that life. <laughs> I'm about that life, dude. Fit, fit. I hope I hope he fucking wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, and well, he's not going to win one in Washington, which is Man, unfortunate. No, he might, he <laughs> might get one at the end of his career as a backup somewhere. Like he might come back up hat, you know. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a Fitz Magic fan, dude. Like I think he, I think he's underrated as well. Like yeah, like he really I mean, is though. People, people will get a rise out of him, you know, like and talk about him of the Fitz Magic. But I think he's I think he's better I think he's better of a quarterback than you know just having like magical moments. Like I think he's an actually good quarterback. He's, yeah, I mean, his stats his stats don't lie. And I'm, his stats I'm are actually really good. Put him in the top ten. Right. But I think he's a good quarterback. If you need a guy to come in and give you a good fucking season, you got nobody else. There there's definitely worse options to go for, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm a I'm a I'm a fucking fifth basket fan, dude. Always. <laughs> Next one we got. We've talked about him in a couple episodes, and shit. I don't. I don't know if this is a good pickup, a good fit, a bad fit. I don't know. And that's Sam Darnold going to the Panthers. You're automatically yeah, I think that's better fast. for getting out of New York. I think it's hard for me to pass judgment on him because he played for the Jets. So, so I want to see. I'm not going to say it's good or bad fit. I want to see what he does with Carolina this year because it can't be worse than what it was at the Jets. Right. And it's going to make you a better quarterback having somebody like Kirsten McCaffrey. Yeah, who can not only catch passes, but just take pressure off yeah. of you in general. Yeah. Yeah. If you I, start- wish, I wish success on uh, – well, shit, I guess I'm just too nice. I wish, wish success on everybody. But, I mean, I want to see this dude succeed in fucking North Carolina, dude. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. In and Carolina. Dude, and the thing is, all you got to tell him, as, as Matt Rule's got to tell him, listen, if you start seeing ghosts, just check down to McCaffrey. <laughs> Let Check me, down. Hot, hot route. Yeah. <laughs> right. No shit. Bro, that, that, one, that one's some of the dumbest shit I've ever heard. We, Chance, you brought it up in a podcast earlier. <laughs> he comes over. Like, one, you're mic'd up, bro, so you know better to say some shit like this. But yeah, I'm, I've seen ghosts. Bro, must have been true. I'll see, NFL, I'll, see, I'll see a ghost out there, coach. Bro, yeah. you're an NFL quarterback. Like, talk about a good way to get your ass benched. <laughs> like, come over and tell your coach you're seeing ghosts. And I just picks. gave you I – I just gave you a million dollars and you want to see ghosts out there, dog? Yeah. And, but <laughs> like, don't throw it to the ghosts. <laughs> but like you said, David, he can't be any worse. No. And, and like I said, it's going to make you better having McCaffrey and it's going to make you better that you don't have a damn Jets logo on the side of your helmet and you don't got Adam Gase coaching you. And you ain't got to throw from 30 behind every game. <laughs> Adam exactly. Gates is ass. And so, you know talking about ass is Adam Gates. So our next one on the list is, I don't. It's a new team. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be under center or not. And that's Andy Dalton because he went to Chicago. Do they let Dalton spin to start the season and let Fields sit behind him, or do you go balls deep and just give the give the reins to Fields now? You you definitely did not draft Fields to sit behind shitty Andy Dalton. Yeah, you did. You didn't <laughs> do that. So. I mean, that's my stance on it, and I'll leave it fucking short. You did not draft that guy to sit behind fucking Andy Dalton. Yeah, you, you, you said it best, man. Fucking Fields starts. And if he doesn't, then you want to play Andy, Andy Dalton, dude, 
you're you're fucking yourself. You should have kept Trubisky. But we yeah. but we got it. We got to remember here. This is the Chicago Bears. Yeah. This is the same team that took Mitch Trubisky over Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. Walt, Walter Payton on it ain't on that team no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Walter can't save you no more. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one on the list, and which. Um, we've had this topic as well. Chance thinks Justin Fields the best quarterback in this draft. David and I got this guy, and that's OT Law, going with going with the Jags. I obviously think the Jaguars going to be better because they got Trevor Lawrence. But a crazy stat on that one is, dude, I don't think the Jaguars are going seventeen and zero. Okay? No shot. So <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. So if it doesn't happen, when the Jaguars lose their first game this year. It's going to be the first time in Trevor Lawrence's life he loses a regular season football game. Yeah. How fucking crazy, crazy is that? Nuts. Kind of crazy, but, hey, welcome to the league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your reward for being so good is going to the shittiest team. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the fucking league, man. Um, Zach Wilson to the Jets. We ain't got to talk about – we've talked about Zach Wilson on the on draft night, and then we just talked about succeeds. the Jets. <laughs> I hope, I hope he, he does too, I but I don't. Like, I, I want to see that. I think I, it's hope, be cool. I, I, I mean, I obviously have no ill wishes for him. No. Like, I hope he does well. Like, you know, you this is your job. You're making you're making a living out of this, but 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 you just you got put into a shitty position. Well, we were both on record saying we thought he was overrated, and I hope we eat shit on that, and then he bowls the fuck out. Yeah, but. I just have to see it happen. But the thing is, he can ball out and throw for four thousand yards, and the Jets are going to be one in sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> if the if the only thing we were on record saying was he was overrated, I'm about that life because I, because we shit on on that cat yeah. <laughs> the, day, the day he got drafted. <laughs> well, it's, and it's nothing. It's nothing against him. I just I, there were quarterbacks better than him. Yeah, he went too high. I I, I just really didn't think he was that good, man. But I want to see him succeed. Because I, I like to see people fucking make good moves. And our our next one on the list, and this is this is guys that they're saying under center. So, and they got Trey Lance under center in San Fran. Are they not gonna? I think they're gonna go with Jimmy G, unless they can figure some shit out on how to get Rodgers. Yeah, this is not a Justin Fields in Chicago situation. Jimmy G has a strong chance of still being the fucking starter, in my opinion. Yeah. And how do you go against Jimmy G? He's going to have to ball the fuck out in training camp and preseason to a point that it's just undeniable. And I get I get the the injury shit with him. I, it could be scary. But when he's healthy, he also took you to a fucking Super Bowl. Like, you know what I mean? Jimmy G's not a yeah. bad quarterback. No. Uh, next one on the list, we, we talked about in Justin Fields. Um, okay, here's a, here's a good one, and that's Mac Jones. He's obviously not going to be under center. They signed Cam back, so he's going to sit behind Cam for a year. But y'all like the fit of Mac in, in New England? Is he the next Brady? <laughs> yeah. this. I don't know about all that, but it's kind of the same Damn, thing. You gave that boy you gave that boy a lot of credit. Yeah, you, you set him up too rough right there. Now, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with uh, the, the quarterback we just talked about, man. I, I think Cam with Jimmy G. I think Cam is probably the starter week one unless just something ridiculous comes out of Mac Jones in fucking training camp and preseason. But it's hard to say he would start over Cam week one personally. Could you imagine walking into the Patriots facility after they drafted you and Belichick walking up to you and, and going, listen, bud, you're either Brady or bust. 
<laughs> just putting that shit on your no shoulders. Pres- no pressure. Oh, sh- oh shit. Well, I was I was drafted in the first round. I better I better Man. hang out. One hundred ninety ninth. Well, yeah. I if they told me, hey, you're either Brady or Bus, I just walk out. <laughs> Say, um, don't put that shit on me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Trade me for Aaron Rodgers, dude. Yeah, no shit. So I'm going to go play in Green Bay then. I'll, I can try to be Rodgers or Bust, but G ain't going to do that either. Yeah. Gosh, dang. And not on this list because he's not a new quarterback there, but you guys you guys get Dak back. He's, I mean, y'all rolled with Andy Dalton. That worked out. Yeah. Well, and, and I've said this before, you know, as a diehard Cowboys fan, I'm still a fucking realist. And, and Dak's numbers are a bit inflated because they play from behind so much. But uh, I think they made some good pickups, like Micah Parsons. I think he's going to be a difference maker from the rip. And and Zeke not being in Cabo and actually working out is going to make – and he's going to average more than fucking 60 yards a game this year. Yeah. And having Dak back, like, you talk about cats we want to see be fucking successful. I hope Dak comes back and just lights it the fuck up, man. I just yeah. do. And, and coming back from an injury like that, you'd be kind of a piece of shit to not hope that he does better after a right. catastrophic injury. Yeah. Just, I'm just going to put that out there. You know, yeah, so for sure. whether you like Dallas or not, the guy fucking twisted his goddamn leg in half, his ankle comes back. I hope he does fucking great. And Dax, Dax, one of those guys too, that with me, he gets the Steph treatment that you've done absolutely nothing wrong to make me not like you. Play for Dallas. But you play for Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. So by default, I don't like you. <laughs> It's it's crazy as shit that Red's my best friend, bro. Cause we, we I swear to God, we think the exact same. I, I was gonna I, if he wasn't gonna say it, I was gonna say it. But I like I like Dak Prescott, dude, a lot, dude. Cause and he and he's a really good fucking football player, dude. Yeah, and he and he also seems like a great dude. Yeah, so like, I mean, y'all hope he fucking does well. This at least comes back healthy and you know does well, yes. right? Yeah, except yes, for like absolutely. week eleven or I some absolutely. shit. <laughs> Whenever they play the Chiefs, like yeah, and you can go. I, I hope he, I hope he comes out and shoves it up everybody else's ass, unless they play the Broncos. But if they play the Chiefs, they better whoop that ass, man. Oh yeah, was it September? Their Chiefs get an ass whoop. Yeah, thought, Chiefs get an ass whoop. Yeah, November twenty first, it ain't fucking happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're high as fuck for that one. Chiefs get an ass. Last whooping. last thing I want to say about Dallas before we wrap up this week is this is just asinine that one one of your boys said. He was their seventh, sixth or seventh round pick, a wide receiver, I think, from Stanford. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing number 81. And they asked him about it. And he said, yeah, I'm wearing 81. Get your popcorn ready. And, and I'm he like, was drafted in what round? Like the sixth round. And he's going to be T.O.? <laughs> you're wearing T.O.'s number and you're quoting T.O. saying, get your popcorn ready. I'm like, bro. Chill. You talk about Huff snubs. You don't <laughs> talk about T.O. Dude should have been first ballot for sure. But how? Hey, take, take it easy, man. He might be. He might be catching uh, twenty tuddies. <laughs> yeah, but you ain't one. You ain't Terrell Owens. You never will be. And two, it's not like they drafted you in the sixth round to be the guy. Like they got Amari Cooper. They got Gallup. They got Ceedee Lamb. Bro, you were maybe a fifth or sixth option on Well, he team. might not make 53-man <laughs> uh, signing day in the sixth round. Which, again, Bubba, I agree with you. Like, yeah, go out and do your thing, man. Like, you got drafted, and I love having confidence in yourself. <laughs> but but don't be like, fuck yeah, I'm wearing 81. Get your popcorn ready. Like, you're going to be T.O. Yeah. Like, I pray this dude makes it. I pray this dude makes it. It kills it. It's like if Mac Jones walks in and says some Tom Brady shit. Say, give Chill me, the fuck out. Give me number 12. 
<laughs> oh shit! All right, then I'm gonna get a little bit. Then I'm gonna get a little bit weird. Mac Jones oh, ain't got TB. Mac Jones ain't got the sack to wear number twelve. No, dude. <laughs> stop. Not in fucking New hey, England. Bro, you know? Watch him strap one up. They better retire twelve in oh, New England. It's for sure being retired. But dude, that that'd be some shit that the Thunder did. The Thunder <laughs> let PJ Dozier wear thirty five, <laughs> and that. That much cocksucker got mad about it too. He like he said something publicly. He was like, he's like, oh, I can't believe they let somebody wear my number. Like, this should be in the Raptors. They let fucking PJ Dozier wear. So I still number. can't believe you fucking left. Dog, dog, you did, you didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no shit. But this is hey, I this has been a great episode. Next week we'll have a guest back on. But it's always nice. Just sometimes, you know, what I mean, like we love having guests on, obviously. Um, having a guest gets a, a different perspective on things, but it's nice sometimes just to sit back and relax with the three of us, you know, and just do the podcast that we love doing. Hell yeah, man. I, and I, I'm trying to get Jimmy, dude. Yeah, really man. Definitely, definitely got to get him back on for sure. I've seen his cards are going for crazy amounts right now. Yeah, his UFC I'm, cards. I'm, but yeah, definitely, definitely got to get him back on. But I mean, I'm sure there's so many people that want to talk to him right now just for you know, him retiring, but that he was, he was a fucking great dude when we had him on. He'll come back on with us for sure. Yeah, we'll see him. But um, we'll wrap it up there. Y'all got anything else you want to want to add to this week? Shohei Otani, MVP. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting on board with you, dude. <laughs> Cowboys Super Bowl this year. I'm not on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> on board with one, but not that one. But, All right, boys. I really appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, absolutely. We'll wrap it up right there. And again, I'm I'm just really happy on this TED talk we had on baseball this week. I I love that shit. That was a good uh, one. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. We appreciate you guys listening. And again, um, post your questions. We love we love getting questions from you guys. It gives us talking points. Um, we get to we get to answer some shit that y'all want to hear about. And and you know we'll say some outlandish shit. Like <laughs> we've had 13 weeks of saying some outlandish shit, but um. This has been Balls Deep. I'm your co-host, Zach Wondowick, as always joined by co-host Chance Rich and David Burgess. Chance, David, love you guys. I appreciate the hell out of you. It's a pleasure, sir. Love you, brother. All right, brother. We will, we will holler at y'all next week. Again, this has been Balls Deep.